0: Hi everybody, welcome to the interview with um, Sam Ellis, who is um, the director of Fika Co-Living. Really happy to have you here today, Sam. Thank you. So um, the reason why we're doing this is because um, I'm always shouting about how um, our customers at Coho um, uh, champion everything that we do and we see some really nice um, post shares and everything um, on Facebook. And we really wanted to find a way to kind of give back to our customers, um, perhaps help, you know, get some traction, um, raise some awareness about what they do, who they are um, and, the, and their property businesses. So Sam um, Ellis is um, a specialist in HMO. So I'm just going to let Sam introduce himself.
1: Yeah, so hi everyone. So my name is Sam, as Helen said, Uh, we created uh, Fika Co Living a few years back and um, purely work in HMO uh, management. Um, And uh, I'm sure we'll go into a little bit more about why that is (laughs) uh, throughout, but um, yeah, in in short, that's what we do.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, um, Sam, you're based in um, Portsmouth, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. So you know the area really well. Yeah. Um, do, you ha- do you cover any other territories?
1: Yeah, so we cover uh, Southampton as well, um, which is about okay. uh, 13, 15 miles up, up the M27, so, mm-hmm. so not too far away, and that's just really in the, in the core area of Southampton, you know, like all major towns and cities, most HMOs are going to be in, in the city centres, in and around, mm-hmm. um, um, but just above Southampton is, uh, is a small uh, town, if you like, um, mm-hmm. called Eastleigh, um, which is just north of the of the motorway, um, and yeah, that's an area we cover, and that's that's a really good area for for HMO investment as well. There's a lot a lot of demand there, yeah. particularly at the moment.
0: Okay, um, what sort of um, HMO properties do you actually look after? Are they students? Are they professional lets?
1: Yeah, just professional lets um, at the moment. Um, students is a market that we've we've explored. Well, um, I think there's a real demand for providing a better quality of product to uh, professionals um, and I think particularly with all the high rise um, uh, student accommodations going up in lots and lots of cities I see now, particularly in, in Portsmouth, um, there's lots of high rise uh, blocks now um, for students and, and they're typically looking for a better standard of accommodation and I just think we can just offer more value um, to, um, to landlords that are working in the professional market um, and also working with, with student landlords that, that potentially you know, can't fill their HMOs, um, and uh-huh. then we can help them. You know, improve the quality of those, provide a better product, and, and change their target market, um, which yeah. typically increases their their rents and their profits, yeah. um, and gives yeah. them gives them easier life. Because let's be honest, students aren't the easiest to deal with at, at the best of times um, when living in, in shared accommodation. And um, you know, we want an easy life as, as much as everybody else. But I think it. it it's, it's uh, it just makes good business sense to, to focus on that now um, mm-hmm. and then potentially in the future we can we can change and, and mm-hmm. explore other areas but but we really want to focus on um, on a certain you know type of customer um, yeah in the landlord and and the uh, and the tenant as well
0: okay yep that sounds really good well Sam I mean it'd be really interesting to hear a bit about um, your background um, and I know that you have um, um well it's a family team isn't it it's it's um a close-knit team um i'd like to hear about your you know experience and where it's all come about you know how you started off in property and the relevant experience
1: yeah so so yeah so uh, me and my partner and business partner is is a natalie um and it we, it's not the the kind of um usual way that people get into this sort of thing you know if you if you're um you're running a management company or a lettings uh, company or an agency, whatever you want to call it. Typically you start working for an estate or a letting agent first and you kind of work the way out the ranks and either you go out on your own or you work at a, you know, sort of a higher level, I guess, within that hierarchy of the agency. Um, but we just, it's something that I've always wanted to do, you know, get into property. I hear that phrase quite a lot. Um, but actually what does that mean? Where, where, you know, so many different strategies uh, in, in, in property uh, investing, investing, uh, and it's a bit of a minefield when you're starting out to work out. So we just never, I just never did anything for years and years and years. Um, it was all, you know, all talk like a lot of people do. And um, and me and Natalie got together and Natalie had an interest in, in property too. Um, and she um, ends up working for a local letting agency as their property manager. And she was responsible for around uh, 250 rooms. And that was mm. that was predominantly students um, mm. and students. Um, very tough very, very, you know a lot of hard work long hours um and and i think we just you know as we explored it more and more we we just thought that you know why don't we do something for ourselves i always wanted to start a business for for myself i didn't want to be tied down to to working for for anybody else and it was just a, a stage in my life that um that it, it was just the right thing to do um, but but we actually started the company back in november in 2017 and okay. um and we 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 didn't do anything with it we we just had a, our first uh, our first child and jesse was born in march that year um and then um we carried on doing what we were doing i was working for my dad at the time actually um and his company had grown um oh. you know quite large and from when i started working with him 15 years prior to that it was oh. it was very much startup um and i was just looking for new opportunities and um I ended up working for for another company called Network My Club, which is an events um, a business, networking right. events company with a very specific uh, uh, business model in how they ran those events. Um, and it was just a it was just a real good um, opportunity for me to switch from a from a company i have been at for fifteen years, and then switch to yeah. a, a very small company where I could have a a, a, a bigger impact and learn mm-hmm. and learn a lot too, which I did. Um, mm-hmm. And um, then. And then the, so the
0: opportunity the yeah fantastic i mean you have got the specialist um skills uh, coming from natalie um from working uh with so many tenants um and property managing with the yeah. letting agency and then it sounds like you're bringing in different a different set of skills into mm. the business and um so where do you think you're contributing where are your strengths um for this business
1: well, as I say, I learned a huge amount at Network My Club from from working with a very small team and business operations and systems. Whereas, you know, the company I was at before, everything was kind of just provided for you. That's what you do. That's right. what you use, and off you go. So, so you know, it's it's I, I probably couldn't have done this w- without that experience. And um, I work v- a bit, a little bit more in the background in systems operations and compliance, um, putting processes together, um, mm-hmm. different softwares, which is obviously where Coho comes in. And ensuring everything runs smoothly. Whereas Natalie, yeah, you're right. She has more of the experience in the property management side, um, but you know, yeah. I've learned I've learned a huge amount too, and and, and yeah. picks it up really quickly. So.
0: And do you um, personally yeah. deal with the um, landlords and tenant finds Is it is that you?
1: Well, I, I deal more with the lettings um, now because mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've got sales background. So, I uh, I speak with landlords that we feel that we can help. Um, uh-huh. and the right type of landlords that we want to work with um, and yeah. also do a lot of the lettings, you know, the viewings, the, you know, the tenancy onboardings and, yeah. and, 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 th- and things like that. And Natalie tends to handle more the, the management and the maintenance side of things. So ensuring uh-huh. that uh-huh. Um, the, the, the landlord's investments and their properties are well looked after or are maintained well, you know, we're dealing with uh-huh. any um, tenant issues or inquiries, um, you know, we react same day to, to 99% of stuff, no matter how uh-huh. minor or major the issue is. Or well, the question mm-hmm. is um, and ensuring that those tenants are kept happy because I think I think what a lot of people forget in property is that the tenant is the landlord's customer, particularly agencies, because you're acting as a middleman between the, between mm-hmm. the landlord and, and the tenant and the tenant is the customer. And yeah. our job is to look after the, t- the customer on behalf of the landlord mm-hmm. to ensure that, you know, they're they're providing a good standard of accommodation. Um, they're happy we react to things react to any issues um which typically means that they they stay longer in the property and mm-hmm. you know therefore your voids are, are, are kept lower yeah. and your profits are kept higher ultimately and yeah and that's that's yeah. the aim of the game isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah we we say that you know property you know used to be all about um bricks and mortar but actually there's a huge amount of focus particularly where you are you know the types of like you know you've put in the concept of co-living into um, HMOs and um, I suppose you know that's a lot to do with people and um, you know yeah I'd be interested in the types of landlords that come to you who are going to you know get the most out of your services.
1: So typically the landlords that that we work with or that have certainly approached us are ones that have either worked with a high street agent previously or are at oh. the moment, um, and just not receiving the service that they that they want. They end up, you know, the whole cliche ends up managing the agent rather than, you know, you might as well just manage the property at that point yourself. Oh. Um, and really just landlords that that want, um, well, aren't local for one, because oh. um, that makes it a lot more difficult to manage the properties. And those that just want, um, you know, I don't really like the term hands off, you know, this whole hands off stress free, hassle free um, in, in investment. But it's not it never quite works like that. There's always some involvement. But but landlords are just want um, want somebody reliable that communicates well um, and that can that can ultimately help them out. And, and you know, people yeah. buy from people at the end of the day. And, and as long as we yeah. can feel that we have a rapport with those with those landlords and they and they yeah. understand that they're providing a product to a human being. Um, and and that product has to be of a good standard, um, which typically is expected more these days. Um, mm. Yeah, th- those are the types of landlords that we like to work with.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, working with is probably the key, isn't it? I mean, um, there are certain things that, particularly in HMO investment, that the landlord has ultimate responsibility for. You know, some of the compliance issues, and you know, um, I expect that having somebody who has the knowledge and the experience to kind of guide them through when things need to be done um, is really useful.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's where, you know, we need to know our stuff. We need to we need to know our compliance and and, um, and and you know what we're talking about. And you know, don't get me wrong, we don't know everything about everything. There's so many so much legislation in HMOs. There's so many um, situations that can occur, you know, very rare situations and, and you know you only learn those things with experience. But we um, we work with um, with with a consultant as well um, that that yeah. can advise us on things um, mm-hmm. and um, you know we we have resources where we can go and find the answer if we don't know what the answer yeah. is and I think it's important to be honest about that because you'll hear a lot of people that you know are an expert in their field and they know right. everything about everything but but ultimately mm-hmm. nobody knows everything about everything and there will, will be yeah. situations where um, that, that perhaps some people haven't come across yet and and as long as you yeah. can be honest with people and upfront with people and say look. But I don't know the answer. I will find out the answer for you. And I do have resources where I can go to do that. Um, I think people respect that and and appreciate that um, a lot more um, than Uh just... You know, ultimately just trying to black someone <laughs> that you don't yeah, really i mean
0: you're really good at that i mean talking about like you know being resourceful i think quite often you know yes you yeah, people become experts in their field as they grow and as they learn from experience however it is what helps accelerate that is having access to people who do know more than you and there's always mm. going to be you know i'm i'm never gonna say oh i'm you know the most knowledgeable person in, in any room you know and i think there's always somebody who um knows more or who has experienced certain things like you said they could be rare incidences as well and I think that's really important because I know that you are you're really you're a really good networker you know um, a lot of people that I speak to know who you are and that just means that you're staying active and you know um, that's you know really useful for kind of your your learning curve as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is the saying, isn't there? If you if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I, I try not to be. I try. Well, I try yeah. to be in the rooms where I'm not the smartest person, and there's always somebody I I can learn from. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've got to be in the rooms, though. You do have to be in the rooms. Yeah, you have got to be in the room. Yeah, be, be
1: in a room rather than no room. But
0: yeah. <laughs> try, yeah. try
1: not to be the smartest person in the room. Definitely.
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah okay so um right so there's lots of letting agencies I don't really know the Portsmouth and Southampton market I mean I imagine there's lots of agencies there are lots of you know um you know do you how do you see yourself dis- differentiate really um apart from all the like the personal touches and things like that um mm. you know is there anything that you feel that you really stand um out you know above and beyond what you would typically see elsewhere mm. in uh Hate, well, letting it letting uh, HMO itself is obviously quite specific, but further yeah. than that,
1: yeah. Uh, so, it's, so, so I think that, that
0: living aside, uh, you know um, to your branding,
1: yeah. Well, co-living is a word that is a phrase that some people like and some people don't like, and it's mm. you know, is it really a thing? Is co-living a thing? I think it's um, some people see it as more of a, a posh HMO, um, but but I think I really you know we're agree. we're. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, and so do I. But I think it's, I think it's a, a brand. It's not about branding. I think it's a brand that we can grow. Um don't forget, oh. you know, we're we're we're, um, you know, we're we're by no means, you know, ten years into our journey um, at all. And and it's something that we want to grow over a period of time. HMO management and plus moving to other areas of of, of providing um, co living um, houses, oh, yeah. um, or you know, call it what you want. It's the <laughs> it's the same thing. But just you know, to that kind of standard where. Um, you know there's lots of other companies doing it at the moment but that's kind of kind of where we want to be in, in years to come but you yeah, know first of I all think
0: I think define it though isn't it you know if we kind of it's, it's okay to be at the front of a, uh, setting a trend I, I, I do feel like there's a you know if people are doing it without realizing it we've just labeled it um, yeah
1: yeah. And, there, yeah and there's some fantastic companies out there know investing in co-living spaces at the moment um one in Portsmouth and and one in Brighton that I know of in particular that are providing some real high standard, fantastic um accommodation and I think the co-living comes where you're creating an environment where people a bit like co-working isn't it you want to create an environment where people can work together but ultimately you create an environment where people can live together and that includes having spaces within the property that people can socialize and, and, and can, um, you know, can mingle and, and make friends and and, and and live in a happy home. Whereas, you know, that doesn't always happen with the properties that we manage. Um, but I think that um, it, it's, you know, ultimately from a business perspective, if we, you know, talking bluntly, it's about branding. And, and, uh, and it's worked well for us so far. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think going back to your question where we, you know, how do we differentiate ourselves? Well, well, first of all, I don't like to. You know speak you know wrongly of of, of high street agents and, and other agencies because there's some fantastic um, high street letting agencies state agencies property management companies out there um, and there is and we work with with some of them ourselves um, in, in in various different ways um, at the moment um, but I think typically speaking is is the you know, H- HMO management is, is quite niche, you know, we're not the only ones doing it, so it's so it's not unique, I don't like this term unique, because, it, you know, people throw that, that phrase around a lot, it's not unique, but it is it is a lot, it is very niche, um, oh. and I think that what you'll find is, certainly with the larger agencies, uh, not all of them again, but, but, but many, um, and this is purely based on feedback that I've received and conversations I've had with landlords, is that property managers are typically underpaid and overworked so they have to work long hours and they deal with a huge amount of rooms and 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 tenants and demanding landlords and um and the, and they just don't deliver the, the the service that you know people are looking for and and i think that has to change um and i think we can we can contribute towards that and we can do that and 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 that's not Necessarily, the the property manager's fault within those you know agencies. It, it's down to you know the leadership within those a- agencies and how these how the staff are trained, etc., um, mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. So I just think by focusing on HMOs specifically, that is what we do. You know, we're not we're not selling properties as well. We, you know, we've got no other uh, got no other interest other than to let your HMOs to the right tenants that pay on time, that respect your property, and won't cause any issues. And, and ensure that sure that you know if you don't get paid we don't get paid ultimately so um you know we want an easy life as much as the landlords do we all want to get paid so you know yep. let's fo- let's focus on that and ensuring that um that we're yeah. doing we're doing a good job at, 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 at that area yeah, yeah. That
0: area. so yeah obviously that is adding value at all ends and i think it sounds like a win-win situation where you've got um landlords that are benefiting from um good tenants that you've placed in there and the good tenants tend to you know probably lead to less maintenance issues or you know um other types of you know tenant related issues uh, amongst the housemates and you know um yeah we talk a lot about compatibility amongst ha- housemates and yeah. it sounds like if you do that it's harder work to begin with but pays off that sounds Absolutely. like a really good strategy yeah. well that, um, that, that
1: that's our strategy from a letting perspective is that i've seen it time and time again already that that um, you know landlords have approached us they've, they've used an agent they've just chucked anyone in they're the first tenants to come knocking they're not paying their rent on time they have been referenced properly they're in the house and, you know and even these are landlords where they've just spent thousands of pounds on renovating their, their investment property and all of a sudden it's trash again and, you, and, and I'm saying to them, well you know I, I can get the tenants out and we can and we can work with you to to ensure this doesn't happen again but that's going to that's going to you Know it's gonna take some time to do that because There's you can't just evict you can't just chuck tenants out of the properties yeah. and evict them and 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 we ensure, you know, we don't get it right every time, make that clear and, and be honest about it, but but we put in the work to ensure that we don't just we you know we, we don't let to the first tenant that comes knocking just so we can get our our, our letting fee as quickly as possible. and oh, um, right. we don't work in a larger agency where you have a lettings manager and a property manager where the lettings manager will let because they want their fee. They get their commission. Great, and now it's the property manager's fault over here. Uh, sorry, yeah. the property manager's um, problem if there's any issues in the house, and and that's where you get that friction in larger in larger companies, um, not just in property, but in other in other industries as well. Because because yeah. I've experienced yeah. it, and um, yeah, we want to make sure we get the right person that's going to pay on time ultimately. Yeah. We're managing the property, you know, personally, ourselves, me and Natalie, and and we want an easy life as much as anybody else. So it's worth, as you say, putting in that work at the very beginning to ensure that things run smoothly, longer to always think long term, say to landlords, always think long term. Don't think okay, that's
0: really good. that is really good advice and um uh, leading leading on to that actually you know um is there any particular advice you'd like to offer if there were um you know new investors in the area that are looking um to invest in HMO and looking for um a, a hands-off solution with um a, you know some some experts in the area um anything in particular that they should be thinking about in advance
1: well I think first of all is educate yourself because it's very easy to to outsource. Of course it is, and um, you know you don't need to know everything about everything about HMOs, but but just you know just have a have a, a general understanding of how HMOs work, um, and and understand what the customer wants. And again, the customer is the tenant. What's the tenant looking for? Take some pride in in, in the property and the product that you're providing. Don't spend the bare minimum and hope to get the absolute maximum because because it, it ain't going to happen. It doesn't work like that. Um, you know if you're investing you have to put some some, some good money in and, and, and provide a good product and again it's just about thinking longer term again I go back yeah. to that always think longer term it's very easy to want to fill your rooms quickly of course it is you want to get you, you know whether you're doing rent to rent whether you're doing buy to let you've, you've invested money in that property you want those rooms filled as quickly as possible um, but finding the right tenants is, is is key and of course there's a balance to it it has to be a balance yeah. to it um, but just, yeah, just, just have an understanding, educate yourself, have an understanding, and, and, and um, look after your customer, ultimately, provide your customer with a good product, because uh, that will make a huge difference to your, to your profits and, and your investments in the, in the longer term.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds brilliant. Um, so, thinking about, well, obviously, one of the things, one of the reasons why we're talking um, is also that uh, Coho has just launched our star Agent um, feature within Coho, um, where you'll be able to find um, a profile page for Sam Ellis, and as as well as um, I'm going to be building that list up of um, star agents as well. Um, and um, so, yeah, I'll be sharing a link to uh, Sam's profile page. You'll be able to find out a, a lot more about what he does, and you'll be able to find contact details as well on there. Um, I think for um, Sam is there anything else that you would like to share I mean in terms of you know one of the things that we like to talk about is systemizing in Coho was there a particular point you know because you start you said you started your business in um, 2017 obviously it was a slow start because you just had your child Um, but then like when it came to actually seriously building um, your business you've done it through the pandemic haven't you since yeah. the start and and it sounds like if can you, can you remind me how many tenants you're managing at the moment
1: uh, so in in total um on some level of management and working with landlords it's now just over 150 rooms 157 or something like that I think yeah. um, and, yeah. and collecting collecting rent is a little bit less than that but, but
0: yeah yeah but it, I mean you know that's that's a big number that's a big number for a small team um how would you say that you've kind of managed to get there so quickly
1: uh, systemizing <laughs> is, is I knew <laughs> I was
0: hoping you were going to say that but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah no, I mean no, at no. what point did you I, think that you realized that you needed to do that
1: well when I again going back to my experience in working for uh, for a network my club that you know the small company I spoke about you know they systemized oh. very early as well and, and put had processes in place you know it was a big oh. operation again for a small team but much like it is now um, with me and Natalie and, and I knew I had to systemize but you know, property is a completely different industry to, 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 to events and oh. and therefore you're using different software and stuff. And there's a lot of trial and error involved. I think the first thing to, to understand is know that you have to systemize, um, and then go out and find a way to do that. And um, oh. I've made, um, you know, I've lost a bit of money. I've tried lots of different software. I've spent a lot of time trialling different software. Um, oh. and, but, you know, hopefully other people can learn you know it's lots of different software out there but I other people can take our advice and, and learn from my mistakes in, in that you know i've tried lots of property management software and coho you know all that be it, it's a it's a startup software company and, and i've been going for a short time is probably by far the best best um, software that i've used for hmos um because it is built specifically to do that yeah. um and it's honestly helen i'm not just saying this because there's the whole point of the call but it has saved us you know so much time in in just one, inputting data into the system, but two, yeah. just in the way it works and, and, rem- and sends you reminders and notifications and, and ensures that we're compliant, because that's a huge responsibility for us, is to ensure that we're mm-hmm. compliant for the landlords that we're, you know, on behalf of the landlords we're working with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps us to do that, you know, massively. Yeah. It's, it's just so easy that's to use.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point, actually, about um, you being compliant. Ultimately, you know, it is the responsibility of, um, you know, the landlords to kind of take care of a lot of their, um, you know, health and safety certificates. Um, But if you are, um, you know, um, you've set reminders for certain things, then, you know, if they're not up to date, then or if they're due to, you know, come for renewal, you can work with the landlord, can't you? So it's almost like you're a backup for their compliance as well
1: yeah yeah absolutely and um yeah yeah
0: yeah fantastic well no no, that's really really lovely to hear um so yeah is there anything else that you'd like to share with um everybody just anybody you know who is probably interested in kind of thinking about reaching out to perhaps they're in you know involved with another agency but um, not having the best experience you know i think this difference between sort of like you Know there's a lot of people, um, uh, because I just wrote a post out, um, on behalf of another, um, uh, investor, new investor into HMO, uh, just yesterday actually. And, um, I've had quite a few people come back to me and say, Look, you know, um, I can help this, uh, this new investor of yours. He's just bought three um, properties and he's really at the start of his uh, journey. But, mm. you know, there's I've had a handful of people who've come to me who clearly do not have a massive amount of experience in HMOs right mm-hmm. um and I think that that you know for me it's like it's it's a, it's the wrong move perhaps they want to kind of get started in HMOs mm-hmm. but really you know yeah. I said very specifically it needs to be somebody in HMOs and I just think that yeah for somebody who is new because I think there's a lot of opportunity in it am I right is there a lot of opportunities for HMOs in in your area
1: yeah, I, I think Southampton, Southampton more than Portsmouth at the moment. The, the, the demand is a lot higher. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, that's always going to be the case. Naturally, bigger city. You know, Portsmouth is quite a small city. It's quite condensed. Um, so it's always going to be, be the case. But, um, yeah, there's certainly demand down the south. I can't speak for other areas in the UK because I, I, I'm not too sure. But um, you'd have to speak to other <laughs> other HMO uh, people involved in HMOs in those areas. But I think, I think you know, it depends on who you talk to. HMOs is a great strategy to, to be involved in, I think. Some people will tell you to stay well away from it. It's too much hard work. It's too much hassle, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then you'll hear that about service accommodation, for example. Some people will say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, service accommodation is so easy. It's just, the it, money just rolls in. And then you'll get other people that say, no, no the, the turnover of, you know, customers you get through service accommodation, you've got to clean it and keep make sure it's all up mm-hmm. to, get, you know, and all that. So I think it just depends on who you speak to. And, and I think, you know, just keep an open mind, because particularly if you go to a networking event, you'll speak to one person and, They'll tell you one thing. You speak to another person. They'll tell you another thing, and and obviously they're only telling you stuff based on their own experiences. Uh-huh,
0: so uh-huh.
1: I, I think just keep an open mind to to to, to, to learning and, and 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 talking to more people. Don't just be put off by what one or two people have told you um, about yeah. HMOs or, or otherwise or or anything else. Um, uh-huh.
0: so. And yeah, definitely, you know, talking about and I don't mean to keep bringing it back to Coho, but I think there is a bit of a story in in the sense that Sam, if you've managed because when i spoke to you you only had a you only had um like 40 or 50 tenants so you've grown really really quickly and you know i i think that the fact that you've gone out to systemize you know what regardless of what you know software you've used is the fact that you treat your data and your processes really seriously and you wanted to Mm -hmm. be able to scale the operational side of a business and that surely you know passes the advantage across to um, you know your customers both landlords mm. and tenants so that must be some kind of you know a comfort that you've actually taken you know you've spent money on it you've spent time on it um, and energy so yeah a lot of time, kind of a, lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time
1: a lot of late nights
0: <laughs> well you got you got there eventually <laughs> yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah no honestly it's great software and I, and I think that if if you're looking at HMOs if you're involved in HMOs even if you want to manage yourself you know don't get me wrong no software is going to manage the properties for you you still have to go and do the viewings you have to do the inspections you have to understand your compliance but co oh, right. coho just helps to keep you on track very easily oh. and and oh. you know when you're focusing on all these things you know things you have to do at the property you don't oh. have to worry so much about all the compliance stuff and, and keeping your all your documents in order and making sure that the tenants have received the correct documents it's all in oh. code it's all recorded for you you know, did I send those that gas safety to him? Did I send that AICR? You know, did he give the notice on that date? You know, it's it's all in the system, um, and um, just just makes it makes it very very easy. But but if anybody wants to talk, you know, I, I think as well, going back to your point about, you know, HMOs and and people wanting to get involved is when you're talking to people, just just ha- just just having the back of your head what they're. What their uh, what their motive is? What's their agenda for talking to you? You know, I, I, of oh. course, you know I'm looking for business. Of course, I want more business. I want to grow our company. But I also, as you said earlier, I love networking. I, I go networking a lot. Um, not so much throughout COVID, but I've just started to get back into it a lot more now. And I just love talking to people and 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 love helping people. And whether that's HMOs or whether you want to speak to somebody in service accommodation, because that's the thing you want to do. Then then I'll probably oh. know somebody in service accommodation that's experienced that can help you. So, you know my my um primary you know thing i want to do is just help people and if that brings us business and great but if it doesn't then if, if, if i can connect people up together and, and help them learn and, and move them on the journey then yeah
0: well, you know you're it gives me enough, enough some networking events aren't you um locally to you do you want to talk a bit about that
1: yeah so because so i
0: can turn up right they, i mean anyone can go right
1: to, to the pit, yeah, so so yeah, so we've just launched Pin Portsmouth, um, which is um, something that Portsmouth's never had. Uh, there's lots of Pin, you know, property investors network for those that, that don't know what Pin is, um, but it's uh, one of the largest uh, property networking training companies in the UK. Um, so we just launched a franchise in Portsmouth, and um, yeah, I'm involved in the team there. And, and the host, Tom, uh, Tom Jeffs, if you don't know, Tom, um, experienced uh, developer, has a building company. Um, and a uh, sourcing purchasing works with um, some you know, high net worth individuals that, that are looking for uh, to buy properties, and um, you know he sources and purchases them, etc. Renovates them for them. Um, so he's he's the host, and and just asked me if I wanted to be involved based on my backgrounds with network like club and, and running the uh, creating and running the, the networking events to to help launch it. So so we launched it online um, three months ago now. Because um, the franchise didn't have much choice about it. But our first mm-hmm. live in-person networking event, um, which is at Holiday Inn uh, in Farlington, which is uh, just sort of just off the island, Portsea Island, um, off the uh, A27 in Portsmouth, um, is uh, on the 19th of January. So that's the uh, first in-person event. Um, and it's fantastic. Anyone can come if you're an experienced developer, uh, investor, you know, whatever your involvement in property, um, or if you're just starting... Um, and you're looking just to meet people you know um, just trying to find out a little bit more learn a bit work out if that's what you want to do if you want to get into property or not then do come along because it's um, honestly it's a really great event we have some great guest speakers as well plenty of networking time and um, yeah we're all the team there's the team of uh, five of us I think now and we're all on hand to make everybody feel welcome and just how I hope people get the best you know get out of it what they want to get out of it Yeah.
0: yeah yeah Whatever I think the is. pin events are really great, you know, I can't say I've been to many, obviously I've been to the annual event um, not long ago, but uh, the just the vibe and the support that you get across the network is absolutely amazing, you know, yeah. um, and particularly yeah. if you want to talk about property because, you know, quite often people go into property and their relatives and friends don't necessarily know very much and you can't have a decent property conversation with them so no. it <laughs> sounds like a yeah. good opportunity to kind of get um, you know some of that out of your system and it um, sounds like lots of very experienced people to kind of um, exchange ideas with there which is really useful.
1: Yeah I think as well if you're if you're nervous about going networking it is, it is a big thing for a lot of people walking into a room of you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 people, whatever it is, it's very daunting, overwhelming, and, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, and I've been there, and the very first networking event I went to um, quite a few years ago now was, you know, I just stand by the coffee machine pretend to be on my phone, and, you know, I'm oh. Mr. a busy important taking, you know, fake phone calls and stuff, just so I didn't have to talk to anyone, but Honestly, a lot of people don't go networking because they don't like it or because they've never done it before and, it, and they find it very overwhelming. So if that is the case, then then just 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 give me a shout and um, reach out to me first um, before mm. you do anything. And, and mm. happy to meet for a coffee and, and, or just have a Zoom call or, or a phone call, whatever it may be, yeah. and just help overcome some of those concerns, because those yeah. sorts of things will hold you back in life. And networking, is a, whether you're in business or property, networking right. is a huge it's a big thing you should do you should be okay. doing it because you can yeah. meet so many interesting people you can learn so much and you can create so many opportunities and if you're not doing it you're holding yourself back um mm. so it's just overcoming that that fear perhaps that some people have that that, oh. um, that stops yeah. them from doing it yeah yeah let me yeah, know i love
0: agree love i absolutely agree that's really good of you so um so yeah finally i'm just going to wrap up um we, if you're at least listening back to this recording um, during December, I just wanted to let everybody know that um, Coho has um, a special offer um, for the month of December. If anybody who is joining Coho um, as a new customer, um, we will... Uh, be paying your December subscription for you so there'll be nothing to pay um, until the 1st of January um, so yeah just to kick up the backside, really if you want to be systemising uh, there is still time and it's very possible for you to still be doing that before uh, the end of the year so that's our Christmas offer and if anybody wants to hear anything about that let me know because um, there's all sorts of things that we can um, do to um, try and help push your motives along uh, in terms of getting you organized so um thank you very much sam for joining us today
1: thank you i've enjoyed it sending
0: out links everything me too yeah i've been sending out the i'll be sending out the links to um sam's profile page free star start agent page and um yeah you'll find his contact details there and you can ask him about the pin networking events as well
1: excellent
0: right bye see you later see ya